Good morning. KSL News Time is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. Utah Avalanche Center forecasters are sharing an experience they're calling too close for comfort. They accidentally triggered an avalanche while doing routine work. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Adam? Amanda, the forecasters were up working near Mill Hollow Reservoir in the Uintas just east of Heber on Wednesday when in a video posted to their YouTube channel, Utah Avalanche Center forecaster Mark Staple says, they were sticking to safer terrain when they accidentally stepped on a slab hanging over the mountainside. I think we were just a little too close, but heads up, we've had pretty consistent south winds building these cornices. You just never know where they're going to break. And these broke just right on the edge of our ski tracks. Staples called this a close call, but a good lesson for them. It's likely another good reminder for the rest of us headed to the backcountry, too. As of this morning, avalanche danger still listed as considerable from Logan to central Utah. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. If you don't feel like winter this weekend, when temperatures almost touch 60 degrees, uh, you'll want your umbrella Monday and your snow shovel Tuesday. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our team coverage. Peter? Tim, we're looking at a roller coaster like drop from spring weather Sunday into snow showers on Tuesday. If you look at the change from Sunday to Tuesday, that's a 21 degree drop with snow coming down at the valley floor. That's KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson. The weather leading up to Sunday will keep getting warmer with a high of 49 today. Sunday's high will be just more than 10 degrees hotter than the average February high. Just make sure to keep your jacket tight around your waist moving into next week. And check out KSL Weather Center online for live updates. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. A new study found the salt flats formed long after Lake Bonneville dried up. The University of Utah and Utah Geological Survey looked at core samples from the salt flats and discovered there were no sediments from Lake Bonneville under the salt, meaning the lake dried up and blew away well before the flats were formed. Former U of U student Jeremiah Bernal says their biggest surprise was learning it was the wet weather after the lake dried up that led to the flats forming. That really, to me, highlights the importance of having enough water coming into the system to support it. He says the solution to the erosion of the flats is not just adding more salt, but there needs to be more sustained water being added to promote salt growth. Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Former President Donald Trump spoke to religious broadcasters last night saying he wants to bring back school prayer. Donald Trump telling religious broadcasters in Nashville. We have to bring back our religion. We have to bring back Christianity in this country. And as for religion in school. School prayer, which we forced, unfortunately had to force into some schools. Former President Trump not mentioning that the Supreme Court had ruled that forced school prayer was unconstitutional. Andy Field, ABC News. Alabama lawmakers are scrambling to make new laws after the state Supreme Court ruled frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children. Two bills are now being introduced in the Alabama State House: one that would protect in vitro fertilization and another that would put the court's ruling on hold. The list of clinics postponing treatment for IVF continues to grow, affecting patients like Tori Beasley, who is working to have her second child through IVF. How does someone else get to dictate? what I say, what I I want for my family. ABC's Perry Russom says President Biden calls the court ruling outrageous and unacceptable. The Iran-backed Houthis aren't slowing down their attacks on cargo ships in the Red Sea. Houthi spokesman Yahya Shari outlining the latest targets. The first to Palau flag British-owned cargo ship Islander. It was damaged and a minor injury reported in the Gulf of Aden, but the vessel is continuing on its way. 
Rebels also reportedly launched drones at a U.S. warship and at the southern Israeli port of Elat, which were intercepted. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. First look traffic now on a Friday morning, and here is Andy Farnsworth. Still have the right lanes blocked westbound 215 as you go from State Street over towards I-15 in Murray. That's from a vehicle fire. A southbound crash on the right shoulder, I-15 at University Avenue in Provo. So as you head towards Springville, you'll see that on the right shoulder. Looking pretty clear, though, Davis and Weber County on the freeway so far. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Students and their parents will not be getting UTA passes after a bill died in the House Education Committee. The representatives who voted against the proposal say they only did so because it's too late in the session to fund the $7.5 million needed for the pilot program. All students, so minors ages 6 to 18, can purchase a UTA pass at a discount. Kelsey Kunkel with UTA is referring to a similar program already running in the Salt Lake City School District. One thing we did add to the um, Salt Lake City School District program this year was a pass for a guardian. She says they did that to help parents feel comfortable putting their kids on public transit. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. The Utah Jazz had hoped to start the second half of a season on a positive note, but instead they lost their fifth straight game last night, 115 to 107 against the Charlotte Hornets. A legally blind three-point legend from American Fork ended the season with a big win. Blind at birth, Lizzie Ware endured multiple eye surgeries to try and restore her vision. But even after all that, she's still legally blind and walks off the court with a cane. Dedication to learn to play the game and the support of her teammates in Coach Wendy Pinson at American Heritage School, her dream of making it to the varsity team came true. Lizzie is probably the most inspiring people I've met. Uh, what an honor to have been able to coach her, to be her friend, to learn from her and learn with her beside her. I witnessed Lizzie make her signature three-point shot during their final home game. She scored seven points total, and after their win, I asked her what she'd like to say to her team turned family. Thank you for your support. I couldn't have done this without you. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. The Florida Man Games take place this weekend. It's a competition organizers describe as the most insane athletic showdown on earth. The contest features 16 teams squaring off in competitions based on real Florida Man headlines in the news. One part includes contestants running from police. Our Sheriff Rob Hardwick has a great sense of humor, lucky for me. <laughs> Games founder Pete Melfi <laughs> says another event includes throwing alligators through a drive through window. Yeah, do you get to pick the officer that you want to Outrun? That's my question. I, <laughs> I, want, I want the biggest guy in line.